And I remember just being so embarrassed because I was doing the Olympic, I was doing a bench press for the first time and I couldn't put anything bigger than 10 pounders on either side. <laughs> and I struggled a little bit with that. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was like 65 pounds <laughs> bench. <laughs> I am excited for this episode. The person that I brought on, uh, because it just remind our conversations that we've had remind me of when I was a kid. I say kid, but I was like, I think 16 or 17 because I had a license. And I can remember realizing that I, I needed to get stronger. So myself and maybe one or two other friends decided to go get a gym pass. There was a brand new gym open nearby called California Fitness. But I had no idea, underscore, no idea what I was doing. I think the first time I went to the gym, I just kind of stared at the machines saw the diagrams showing me what muscles I would be working out. And I worked out uh, on these machines for about two and a half hours, two and a half, three hours. I th I'm pretty sure I had a friend with me. Um, I did not stretch. I woke up the next day in pretty intense agony. I had never felt anything like quite like that, <laughs> quite like that level of pain. <laughs> so over time, I think I just ended up getting a lot of tips from just random people that I talked to. Random people in the gym would kind of come up to me and say, hey, you know, like, uh, you don't really need to do that exercise because you're trying to build muscle, right? And I'd say, yeah, because I was 125 pounds, very skinny, short dude, just getting out of my ugly duckling phase, getting the glasses off, getting a, a, a better haircut, all that good stuff. Anyway, so my point was, I think, I think it took about two years before I started figuring out like the ins and outs of working out and really being able to build muscle and the nutrition aspect and everything. So today I'm super excited to bring on Darren Boykin, certified personal trainer. He also has a precision nutrition level one certification. Darren, welcome to the round table, sir. Hey, man, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. And your story, man, definitely resonates. Uh, I feel like a lot of people have these like similar journeys of kind of figure it out when you're in there. Yeah. And hopefully you don't hurt yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just keep coming back. And, you know, hopefully you can make uh, some progress uh, I just, just doing I, that. I can remember the this was before I got the gym pass, but I remember going with a, somebody to the gym and I remember just being so embarrassed because I was doing the Olympic. I was doing a bench press for the first time, and I couldn't put anything bigger than 10 pounders on either <laughs> side. And I struggled a little bit with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like 65 pounds <laughs> bench. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I feel like that's like the, the go-to for, for men especially is like you don't know what you're doing. First place we're going, let's go to the bench. Going to the bench. I've seen <laughs> people do that up. before. How much should I put on to begin? I don't I know. Forty fives looks good to me. <laughs> let's figure it out. So yeah, I would. I just kind of wanted to start off. Can you just tell me how you got into fitness? Because I don't think I know that story. Yeah, man. It's actually uh, so. There's two sides to it. There is like the side A where I just grew up being uh, involved in athletics. So throughout high school, college, you know, playing sports. Um, so definitely fitness was big deal conditioning, mm. but the actual like weight training and just like gym lifestyle, nutrition lifestyle that kicked in in college. And I actually got a crazy story to kind of just speed through a little bit, yeah. but, um, I owe it to my man. I got to make sure that he, uh, he hears this shout out Tiger Lee because, uh, it all started with him. I actually right. like, grew up with him. And uh, we rode the bus and everything through elementary school. We both went to the same high school. Oh, both wow. went to Ohio State. 
Really? And yeah, man. And I remember I would always go to RPAC for all my Buckeyes out there mm-hmm. and uh, the JO and just play basketball. Nice. And I ran into him one day in the locker room and he had like a cutoff on. And I was like, what the hell? I was like, who is this dude? <laughs> I was what like, happened Bro, to you? What? And he just looked massive. Like he was huge. Uh-huh. And I'm like, dude, what have you been doing over the years? <laughs> and I was like, well, he explained, he's like, man, I just been working out like Monday through Friday, following these like little like bodybuilding.com workout routines. So I was like, cool, man. I was like, well, starting Monday, I'm in there with you, man. I'm about to put basketball aside nice. for a minute. I was like, I need to, to get big. I'm like, I got to get swole like you. So yeah. for the next, that was like freshman year. So for the next like three years, we were just like on clockwork, Monday through Friday at the RPAC, just getting after it. And I think that really set the foundation for just the, the passion and kind of the love of, yeah. you know, the structure, having the dedication, yep. and then, you know, fast forward a lot of years, and here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Yes, sir. So that probably means that you were in a pretty good situation because Tiger had already done, like, all that initial research that you didn't you didn't have to necessarily do. You just kind of followed what he did. Yeah, absolutely, because, like, during, you know, the athletic days for high school, I mean, we had a strength and conditioning coach, but it was never, like, body part specific. We were really mm-hmm. just going in there, and you just load up as heavy as you can go for as many reps, and we were really just focused on speed for, like, football, for basketball, for track. Right. So it wasn't really like, you know, let me hit some uh, bicep curls and, you know, let me go over here and do, like, some kind of chest flies other than like bench press. Yeah. Um, so I think that's really where we got into kind of like the, the science behind um, just the process of, you know, building muscle, building strength, et cetera. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I think the biggest, the biggest knowledge dump that I got, there was probably three that come to mind and it was just a couple dudes that I knew in the gym. They were older guys actually. And one of them saw me doing, uh, lean back curl with two dumbbells and he, he came over to me he's like hey man like you don't really need to be doing that that's more like to shape a bicep you're trying to build so really just I mean keep it to the bare essentials just like get get he he taught me how to do squats I hadn't been doing squats um, and when I started doing squats that really ended up affecting my bench like I started to lift more on the bench oh yeah so can you maybe just kind of give a rundown if you had run into me and I was like, Darren, what do I need to really keep in mind to get started on my uh, on my weightlifting journey? What would you say? Man, for me, um, for just like, you know, dropping knowledge to those who want to take it in and are, you know, pretty much beginners. Mm-hmm. I definitely just like stress, keep it simple. Yeah. Keep the basics like. I mean, if you want to look at a, um, not really an idol, but just definitely a figurehead of the industry, I mean, Arnold is the key. Oh, yeah. Like, if you look at the workouts he did, they're still effective even to this day. So it's just like, you know, especially with social media now, it makes it a lot more just like complicated. There's a lot of hands in the pot, people that are experts telling you do this, do that. But if you go and just dial it simply down to like, okay, how much time can you invest per week into working out? If it's two days, perfect. Three, four, five, even better. Then from there, it's like, okay, let's split this out so that way I have, you know, different types of exercises to do um, for each of those days that I can work out and then stick to those for a set period of time to watch your progress happen. Yeah, yeah, that definitely makes sense. Now, maybe let's try to tack this 
let's say, so my body, my body type, especially, especially starting out, I was very thin, just needed to build muscle for a lot of different reasons. So how would you have somebody get started just if they need to build muscle? And then on the other side, if there's somebody who's just like, you know, I'm a little bit overweight, I want to cut back on that. How, how, where should my focuses be? Those two scenarios. Man, that's where, uh, you know, it's a, it's definitely a split between your in-gym, in-home nowadays with, you know, the, the uh, current state of the world or really wherever you can get a workout in, whatever that is for you. And then you also have the kitchen, the nutrition side of things. Right. And that's where you definitely need to hammer away from. So if you are someone that is, you know, a little bit on the skinnier side, Maybe it takes more calories for you to gain weight, like you're a hard gainer, as they call them. Then, yeah, you definitely want to first figure out, like, how much food am I really eating on a day-to-day basis? Mm -hmm. And then, obviously, if that's not working to get you to gain, you know, a little bit of size of what you're looking for, you got to increase it. So it's like, how can, over time, you know, make small adjustments to see if I'm moving the needle in these, see if my body is changing, do I feel, you know a little bit more charged up? Do I feel more energized? Is like my overall strength going up? Those are kind of like indicators you can do. And then on the flip side, if you're more on the obese side, then it's like, okay, let me really narrow down. What am I eating? Mm -hmm. And then it's like, obviously, if I'm going out to eat fast food, processed food, that's not the best sources of where I need to go to get to the goal I want. So it's like, okay, how about for this week, if I go out to eat normally three times a week, and I drink three pops a day, can I narrow maybe down to one pop a day Mm -hmm. and then maybe go out to eat two times a week? So it's just like small little changes like that without getting too detailed and, you know, too in the weeds of things. Like you'll be surprised at what kind of progress you can make by just small changes. Yeah, I felt like that was so key for me to learn back well, even now, I, th- I think it's, it is just the small, what small adjustments can you make? Because it was really easy to kind of initially for me, it was really easy to kind of feel discouraged because I didn't feel like I knew what I was doing. But it felt like as time went on, I just I would learn one new thing, whether it's a tip like I described somebody giving me. I think the nutrition side of it was a huge, huge educational thing for me is I don't it didn't take long for me to figure out that I needed to get the protein and get the, the, the carbs after a workout, like within that hour window, that's what it was back in the day. Uh, you, the thing that I had read was basically like, you really want to have, I think it was 0.8 grams of protein per pound that you weigh. So I would be trying to get, I think around 40 to 50 grams of protein ingested sometime within an hour after I worked out to help build the muscle. Is that still kind of a standard? Has that changed at all? Man, it's so crazy that you bring that up because, um, I mean, everyone listening, if you were in the, involved in fitness and, you know, weight training at some point or time, you've seen all these myths coming out that, like, nowadays, you know, 20 years later that we finally can, like, put them to rest that, like, you know, as far as, like, what you're describing is, is uh is timing of like, you know, your protein, your carbs. And it's like, yeah, you always had the protein shake ready to go. Yep. So right after you got done working out, throw the water in there and slam it shake down. Shake it up, yeah. Yeah, but it's like nowadays people have found that it doesn't even matter as long as you're getting whatever your, um, it's called macro. So it's just like the carb, fat, protein breakout that helps you get to your goals. Mm-hmm. So as long as you're getting that in throughout the day, 
doesn't really matter. So if you like to enjoy a protein shake or a smoothie after working out, perfect. If you don't, even better. If you want to eat mm. meals, so you're like, hey, I don't like all this supplementation stuff, protein shakes and bars and all that stuff's confusing. So I'd rather just eat four meals a day and get the same macronutrients in. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Because Damn. like the golden source of food is going to be whole food. So yeah. anytime you can have like a steak or chicken breast or rice or potatoes or banana, yep. that's like always better. And yeah, that's like one of the things that got thrown out. And then it's like, um, I'm trying to think of something else that's like, wow. Oh, the, uh, the age old one that's still going on debate about carbs. Do you uh, need to cut carbs out yeah. to make progress? That's like another myth where I know guys that can eat like 300, 400 you know, carb, uh, carb grams of carbs a day. And then there's other guys that like 150 or a hundred and they start looking at more and they just get bigger. Yeah. So it's like at all, you have to kind of do like a self-evaluation and experiment really with yourself of like what my body responds to, how do I feel? How do I look after eating certain foods? Yeah. That's, so. that's really good input. I, I kind of wondered cause it, it did feel like, cause there was a period of time where I was like kind of I'd work out and then I'd need to be able to get home or get to wherever the protein was. And I felt like I only had an hour to do it. Oh, so yeah. that's really crazy <laughs> that, yeah, that, that is one of those myths that we find out over time. Oh yeah. I think like any guy that was like, uh, in the bodybuilding world, like our thought they were, you know, looking up to yep. those guys back in the day, like Jay Cutler and all that yeah. and, uh, Arnold and Ronnie Coleman. It's like, those guys are saying, Hey, I need two scoops of protein after your workout. So it's like, let me try and, emulate that and see what it does but yeah now people have done a lot of research and said that doesn't even matter yeah and that actually i feel like probably makes it easier in some sense because i was spending money on protein shake powder and i would get like protein bars we talked about i had amino acids that i would i would be doing um, but it, it was just so expensive. So if I had just thought, okay, all I need to do is just eat my four or five times a day with this kind of content, that would have, I think, made it a lot easier on me. Oh, yeah. And your budget too, man. Yes, sir. The $50 budget. $50 a pop going out the window every month <laughs> yeah. at least. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's only like like maybe 28 or 30 servings. And if you're doing it three times a week, it doesn't even last a whole a whole month. And you got to go spend another 60 or 80. I always stayed on like the, the median side. I never went for the most expensive and I never went for this, the giant tub for $20. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think yeah. I could have stomached I'll it. I'll say, yeah, your stomach, man, will not like you. <laughs> no, not at all. So um, can you tell me a little bit about your uh your business because you are taking clients and everything i would imagine right oh, yeah yeah i mean definitely uh it has transformed itself mm-hmm. uh, i'll rather use that instead of saying necessarily like you know due to the certain you know the climate of the world now um but it's definitely just evolved man and um for the most part like when i initially started out with my like career journey um, I was doing more in-person training, one-on-one, mm-hmm. small groups. Mm-hmm. It's kind of where my niche was. Um, and then just over the past few years, I've definitely been just, uh, you know, sinking resources into uh, standing up my online training business. So okay. that's kind of what has exploded over the past, I'd say, like year or so. And then even more um, recent with, you know, 
the pandemic has definitely people got to a point where they're just at home and they're like, I have nothing but time and yeah. I don't have anything. So I'm bored. I got to do something. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, hey, I got a solution for you. Yeah. So how do people find you? Uh, so I'm definitely more heavy on Instagram and my Instagram handle is at flex, F-L-E-X underscore Luger, L-U-G-E-R. Um, you can definitely reach out to me on there. I provide a lot of content on there as far as like training tips, nutrition tips. Um, and if you want to get in contact with me, you can definitely shoot me a DM or like my email and uh, other contact info is on there. I'm also on Facebook. It's just my name, Darren Boykin. Um, you can definitely hit me up on there as well if you're more on the Facebook side of things. Um, and yeah, either one, I can definitely kind of point you in the right direction of either resources. You know, if you just want some tips or pointers, can help you out there. If you're looking to go full on, like, hey, I just need a coach, I'm lost, then, you know, definitely can uh, make time to have a consultation with you and just see where your struggles are at, kind of where you're at in your journey and get you going on the right direction. So, yeah, definitely make sure you go find Darren on uh, Instagram and definitely Facebook. Yeah, because I, I checked out a few things that you had on Instagram. And there was the one where you were showing how to do shoulder presses when you have like maybe an injured shoulder, you just need to take it easier. So like just the slight lean back, I thought that was a really good, I thought that was a really good tip. Um, let's go a little bit into the, the, the why the personal benefit of fitness, I think can be fairly self-explanatory, but we live, we live right now, obviously in a society where it's just easy to not have to be fit it's easy to not be healthy it's easy to not be healthy and not even know how unhealthy you are so can we talk a little bit about just the the good reasons for somebody to to not even like you said not even necessarily go full out but just take their fitness seriously oh yeah i mean to me i like to break it up into a few different kind of um spaces if you will so obviously, like the one that stands out the most is just the physical side of things. You know, either you're on kind of a mission and journey to lose a little bit of body fat. Maybe you want to gain some weight, you know, put on some muscle, mm -hmm. get tone, you know, showcase your abs. There's yes. that side of things, yep. you know, more of just kind of like the the glamorous side of things. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, you kind of have a different set of rules of engagement for there. Right. Which is, you know, understandable. You eat well as well as you can. And then, you know, you work out and then kind of reap the benefits of doing that over time. Then you got the other side of things that I feel like isn't always shadow. You know, it's definitely in the shadows, but it isn't shine mm -hmm. a good light on is that. Um, just like your mental space, especially right. now, it helps. I know for a lot of people, just like getting some type of exercise in, whether it's running, gym, you know, bicycling, playing with your kids, stuff like that outside, yeah. shooting hoop. It definitely just <clears throat> like with the endorphins that are released, uh, just the structure, it can kind of keep people out of those dark areas, you know, in your mental space, which is good. And then there's also just the regiment side of things obviously this is a journey it's not going to yeah. happen overnight i feel like yeah with social media and you know just the marketing side of things you know everybody wants results yesterday yep but they forget that guys and girls have been doing this for decades like some people have been working out their whole life 30 years right. and then you see their body and you're like wow okay 
if you know you stick to a game plan for this long, this is something that can happen. So it's just like, you know, you wake up in the morning. Like for me, my schedule is kind of crazy. I get up every morning at five. Holy cow. And uh, usually I'm trying to hit the gym by like 536 okay. at the latest. Um, so, you know, rain or shine, snow, cold, not feeling too well, like tired. It's just every day. Five I, days a I week owe or it to myself. Yeah, five days a week. Okay. Um, usually on the weekends, I don't go at five. Like yeah. on Saturday, I'll usually go a little bit later. And Sunday is usually a rest day for me. Yeah. Um, but I just know whatever I did during the day, the next morning, that alarm's going off and it's time to get up and get after it. Yeah. So I think when you get that kind of mentality, then it kind of trickles into other aspects of life too. So obviously careers, yeah. you know, family, yeah. um, really whatever your passions are in, you know that, hey, I owe it to myself to put time and effort into these passions. And if I do this for a substantial amount of time, yeah. good things are going to happen. It just yeah. has to. Yeah, I really like what you said even about just the mental aspect of it because it's, it's so true that right now it's it i we had we had a professional counselor on last week and so we were talking about just like mental mental issues anxiety and stuff like that and uh like exercising regularly and having those little goals and then achieving those little goals that you put in your path like not because i think what i was trying to do was look like sylvester stallone in the beginning (laughs) i think that was my goal but that's that's not a real goal especially in the beginning so the first maybe set of goals is like you said, just showing up, being there, you know, getting in there regularly, getting into like some kind of a groove. And then for me, the big thing that really helped me stay motivated, I think, was hitting like little weight milestones, whether it's like my personal weight or, you know, I, I, I'm my bench is up. I'm, I'm like moving up on my bench. I'm hitting better numbers there or and same thing with squatting. Um, and then, but then there's other things like, yeah, it's summertime. I want my shoulders to look cool. So like taking yeah, time focusing absolutely. on my shoulders and everything, but it's, it's, it's those little, those little positive choices that you can make for yourself do make a big impact overall in so many different areas. And that's, I just really appreciate how you hit on that. So like it, like hitting those being disciplined, maybe that's the way to put it. Being disciplined in that way really helps you be disciplined across all facets of your life. So, um, I really liked, I really liked how you phrased that. How do you stay motivated? Man, that's a that's another kind of um, topic that I have a, a way different approach to than most people. Mm-hmm. Because for me, um, especially when it just comes to flat out, just like working out, I've been doing this for a while that I feel like motivation came and went. Like yeah. I'm, I'm not at a point where I'm motivated to go anymore. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and maybe at first I had like small goals, like you said, where it's like, okay. I'm motivated because I know like I can increase my bench press by five pounds or hey, like my goal was to be 160 on a scale and mm-hmm. I'm like two pounds off. So mm-hmm. that's really what's driving me to keep going. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, year over year, it's like your goals are going to change. Yeah. So you hit that, you know, that first initial goal, then it's like, what's next? So yeah. it's like not even a point of motivation. It's just like, I always tell like clients and Um, Just people that kind of want to talk fitness biz with me, you know, just like, hey, you owe it to yourself, like to be the best representation of yourself by, Mm. you know, giving yourself that personal time. So, 
it's like I know it's clockwork, man. Get up, work out, then start my day. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like there's no like days like, you know, when it's here in Ohio, it's cold, man. I'm not trying to be up at yeah. five o'clock when it's like <laughs> 20 degrees. I got to go outside and like scrape the car all all right. up and warm it up and all that. And it's like, man, I'm not trying to do that. It's pitch black out. Yeah. Like, so it's like you have to think of a bigger reason yeah to why you want to keep doing this to yourself yeah for like 10 years or 20 years or 15 years because yeah you know initially if it's just like hey i want to drop five pounds i mean if you stick to your game plan that'll come and go within you know a couple of months right so it's like if that's the only thing you wanted to do then i feel like you're kind of cheating yourself because once you get in that rhythm you got to keep going yeah you got to think of like bigger dreams you know bigger goals like really find out what gets you going internally and figure out how fitness can kind of um, team up with that to get you going in life where you want to go. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, to your point, there's there's probably a lot of different reasons that you you can have. I think even looking back, one of the one of the big motivators for me, like one of the big goals for me was to like not not be 125 pounds. I wanted to be my goal was to get to 150 I think I did eventually get to it. My main reason was you, I was in, I was really heavy into martial arts back then, karate specifically. I trained in that for years, taught it. And the, one of the main reasons that you want to lift is to, is to build muscle. That's actual like physical armor that you have. Getting hit doesn't hurt as bad. When you have more weight on you, you can hit a lot harder. So like there was even just that motivation, like, okay, this area of my life that I'm really passionate about will be enhanced greatly by personal fitness, specifically by lifting oh, cardio yeah. too. Like, I mean, at this point I just need to keep up with my kids. So I got to do oh, cardio. Yeah. So I to keep up with <laughs> my like, kids. Hey, hold on guys. Hold on like, guys. Dad, come on, man. What are you doing back there? Let's go. Yeah. So yeah, I think, I think just the, the, the choices that I had made it initially, I had very different motivations for wanting to be fit than I do now. Now it's, now at my season of life, it really is something that I want to to own and conquer every day, some some aspect. And like my own physical being is a huge thing to conquer, I think, daily. And like you said, it is a daily choice. And it's not just to exercise, but I mean, what you're eating, what you're intaking, what feels good, what you think you want to intake, but you don't really need to intake it. And you make those oh, little yeah. minor changes and then you start to feel those changes and it really does spread. Um into other aspects uh how old is there any myths on that like i think that there is things something like if you don't want to you don't want to start heavy lifting until a certain age because it can mess you up is that true um so i actually been kind of digging into that a little bit like i'm no um like child training expert or anything by you know any stretch of the imagination but Definitely just with the way that, for instance, sports are. I mean, kids are getting crazy nowadays. Like, high school kids are, like, doing, um, you know, whether it's, like, track. There's some sprinters I was watching last year. Mm-hmm. Like, their times are unheard of. I'm like, where are these kids coming from? <laughs> because, I mean, they're running, like, you know, pretty close to Olympic times wow. already. And I'm like, how are they so advanced and, you know, just, like, their development? And then I'm like, okay, training-wise now – how much can you push the envelope, you know, as far as like what age can I go to elementary school? And it's like, I know for body weight stuff, it's kind of just if you can do a push up and you know, you're in, 
four years old or five years old. I don't really think there's too much uh, room to to worry about that. But it's like, mm. okay, how about we incorporate some weights now into the mix? And yep. is it just a matter of like, do you feel comfortable enough to let your kid do that? Or, you know, like you were asking, is there like a scientific research backed like, okay, at age eight, you know, most uh, male and females are developed enough muscularly yep. and skeletally that they can handle a load then have at it kind of thing. So um, I'm still like on the fence about that, man, because I've mm. seen some younger um, fitness influencers with their kids and they've been starting them on like squats and they're, you know, maybe like seventh grade, sixth mm-hmm. grade. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's just kind of when you feel like your child is developed enough and then yeah. you just kind of take it slowly because I, I, I do know that, yeah, if you put like crazy amount of stress on their body when they're young, you probably could stunt their growth, as people would say back right. in the day. But um, as far as like a particular timeline, I'm still kind of trying to figure out who's got the best source of data to really, you know, kind of call that call that out to people. But as far as just overall health and wellness, I mean, shoot, as when your kids start walking, get them outside, <laughs> run around, you know, because like if they get that and in, you know instilled at them at a young age, then I feel like, you know, now, especially, you know, all the video games and our cell phones, people just sit down and stare at stuff all day yep. that kids aren't really out in the neighborhood running around, riding bikes, you know, skateboarding, that kind of stuff. So yeah, what we grew up doing. Yeah, exactly. We, you know, it's like that street light came on. Yeah. I got to go, man. I got to get home. <laughs> My mom's going to kill me. <laughs> oh, yes. The sun goes down. You better be home. I remember that. Um, that's interesting that you bring that up because like we actually live in a pretty fortunate situation right now. We have neighbors here and neighbors over here that have kids that are very similar ages to ours. The ones over here, they, they're just into getting out and doing stuff. So they actually put up like a little, not a ninja course per se, but some type of a fitness course in their own backyard. So they had like, (laughs) they had ropes that you could like go across and they had like ladders going up. It was like this whole thing. Um, Aislinn wasn't quite strong enough. I mean, she was still kind of tiny. Go figure. Uh, Kim and I are both tiny people. So our kids are <laughs> kind of tiny. So I've just been kind of keeping an eye on Aislinn in particular to see, okay, when can I start doing stuff? So I told you before we started the show that I installed a pull-up bar in the basement. Oh yeah. I've got my push-up bars as well. And then I've got these, it's like it's not what the Bowflex dumbbells were. It's like a different version of those. Okay. But I can do tons of exercises just at home. We can now. like swap the weights out yep. on or the, the uh, like, there's like little hooks on it or whatever yep. to add weight. Okay. Yeah, it goes down to, I think, 10 goes up to, it's either 50 or 60. Man, if you have the extra money uh, to all the listeners out there, that is something that came in the clutch for mm. the quarantine was... Yeah. Like the adjustable weight sets. Mm-hmm. If you can ever find those and get a hold of those, like just keep them because whether you know you are just like want to work out at home or you know the circumstances don't change much going forward here, those things are lifesavers. Oh yeah, I I need to get myself like one of those standalone benches so I can like do more exercise with it. Okay, that's, that's on the thing. But I think right now, I mean, I was when we had like young young kids. I think yeah, like regular regular exercising was really hard to keep up on. But at this point, like the kids are older. So I've been really trying to get back into, into things. I don't really have time to go be away from the family more and go to the gym, even though I loved, 
I loved doing that back in the day, but there is something about just being able to do my own thing here, listening to music. I mean, that, that almost, it almost gives me like my own space for a little bit. Absolutely. So like I go, like we have, we have a finished side of the basement and then an unfinished side of the basement. So I do exercises as I can, usually push-ups, sit-ups or whatever, or crunches, not sit-ups, over here. And then I go over to the unfinished side, and that's where I do my pull-ups. It was a very, very easy-to-install pull-up thing. It's two, two, two by six boards cut so that I could screw them into the joists in the basement, so like up in the ceiling. And then I just bought a metal pipe from Lowe's. It's, I think it's just a little over a yard long so that okay. I can get a good wide grip. Um, I'm planning on getting a second one and installing it, uh, installing it next to it so I can do more variations of, of pull-up exercises. But that was, that was awesome. And I think that only cost me like what, 20 bucks. And That's I got like a ingenuity at its yeah. best, man. And I just found it on YouTube. <laughs> so like, if you guys want to do something like that, like you literally just Google YouTube, do it yourself, pull-up bar. And there's probably plenty of other videos like that. And then I saw, I, I saw a couple guys that were, um, I saw a couple guys that were putting in equipment into their garage. So, like, my goal is just to continue to, like, build stuff up over time. Okay. Because, like, what we started doing this last week is doing family pull-up night. Okay. So, I I was like, guys, (laughs) time to do some pull-ups. So, we went all went downstairs. Kim came with us. um, And uh, it was awesome. I I started, when I started doing these pull-ups, I could barely do one. I was like, (laughs) I'm doing, I'm not putting my foot on a chair. I'm not doing anything assisted. I'm literally just going to go unassisted, full extension, you know, full on pull up. You know David Goggins? Oh yeah. 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 That dude is that a dude animal. Man, <laughs> you want to talk about like inspiration? Yeah, read his book. Yes. Read <laughs> or just listen to anything he has to say. Yeah. And uh that'll get you fired up. <laughs> yeah. 100%. I found him on Joe Rogan and the first time where he's talking about his whole life. If you want to be inspired? Oh yeah. Like listen listen to that dude, his life. Um, but that, that like listening and learning about his life and then what he talks about with pull-ups and everything, cause he had like the Guinness world record of yep. pull-ups, um, that he did. I can't remember the details, but you all can go look it up. But I was like, I, I want to do pull-ups again. So anyway, all that to, to be all that to say, I installed a pull-up bar, started doing them. I could only do one and I do like two times. And the next day I had, I could do two in a row. See, and then this week. That was last week. This week, I'm, I was doing four in a row, got all the way up to about 11. And then my wife, Progress, she man. did one. Yeah, it's, it's just, you just get after it, you know? And then my daughter, get this. I'm like, Aislinn, it's time. She's eight years old. Do 20 of them. She can count. <laughs> she can count. So I did four in a row. She counted. And then when it's her turn, she goes up. She does four. And I was like, okay, you can get down. She's like, nope. And then she she ekes out, not ekes out, like she crushes two more. Jeez. I'm assisting her because I'm not going to let her hang there. It's a tall yeah. pull-up bar. But she she's she did it because uh, she wanted to do more than me. Competition. Yep. It I started. like it. Now, wait until the boys can do it. The oh, boys can man. basically just only hang. They can't really okay. pull themselves up. But that, that's not And I think is. like to, to kind of just uh, hop in here, man, Yeah, that is uh, one of the points I wanted to bring out at some point as well um, is that people forget it's a journey, right? We understand right. that. It's going to be hard work, but you got to make it fun. Like, don't forget to have fun. Like, That's remember, good. like you did your story of you starting out and you're like, I was lost. But <laughs> it's just like you can look back on that now and laugh at how yeah. far you've come. But without that, you know, you and your buddy going to the gym, like, you guys were probably so hyped up and yep. like, just excited. <laughs> 
that it made it fun, even yeah. though you could only do the bar. <laughs> you know, it's like, dude, we're gonna come back tomorrow and try it again, kind of yeah. thing. So it's like yeah. now you have your kids that see you having fun working yeah. out. They don't really know what's going on. They just know you're like hanging and pulling yourself up. <laughs> yeah. And then when they get older, they're gonna be like more competitive. Yeah. And then it's like, geez, it all started because it was like family pull up night, and yeah. you're just having some fun. Yeah, that's that's really good. And that's I think that's what I really wanted to be able to do for my kids is to instill in them a sense of you don't I don't want them to be chasing like a body image necessarily. I want them I think you I think you mentioned this. I'm trying to remember how you worded it, but um how you represent yourself basically. It's yeah. like getting yourself into a place where how do you want to present yourself out there and like make that, you know, tweak your exercising and your workouts to whatever that looks like, the journey, you said that, the journey of personal fitness is a fun one. And it should, well, it should be a fun one. And it does come down, I think, a lot to mindset. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Like if you have trouble just walking, you know, for an extended period of time, that might be room for concern. Like unless you have pre-existing conditions, then you already Mm -hmm. know. But it's like, you know, you definitely might want to get to a point where you're like, why am I feeling like this? And is it something I'm personally doing? Or is it something that I could like, you know, make adjustments with my lifestyle for to hopefully live a longer lifestyle, more healthy lifestyle? Uh, That's really even bigger than muscles, Mm -hmm. you know, abs, Mm -hmm. you know, looking for to be a specific like body type. It's like, can I just function day to day? Right. Let's start with that first. And I think to, to that point also, I can remember my mom having like intense health issues. I don't remember how old she was, but she had to have like heart surgery. I think it was stints put in. As soon as she came out of that, man, she completely changed around diet around the house. We grew up, so I grew up here in Columbus, Ohio, and my mom grew up in Indiana. She actually lived on a farm that didn't even have running water. Oh wow! Lots of stories from my mom's Jeez. childhood, but ju- that to say it's a very it was a very mid Midwest family. So like we grew up mashed potatoes, gravy, beef, like kind of unhealthy stuff. But when she came out of that, she turned everything around. She started getting on the treadmill. I think every day. Wow. Uh, she also got um, a stationary bike. So she'd be doing both of those things, doing like little weights. And it was that small of a chain. Well, she, she, made, she, had, she made the decision to, to do that. And like it changed a lot for her life. So, I mean, I, when I think about this kind of stuff, I just I, I think about that. I think about like how somebody's quality of living can really be changed. And it doesn't matter your age because I'm pretty sure she was over 50. Absolutely. So what are your thoughts there? Yeah. I mean, that's where it's even a bigger issue to me is that, I mean, you know, in her case, unfortunately, it was like I went to the doctor and they're like, hey, this is what we're looking at. And this is the road you're currently on. And we can correct it with surgery. But it's like, okay, if you keep going down this road, even after the surgery, it's going to be bad. So that was like a life altering, you know, situation, but just take it back before that. It's like, if you know that, you know, you're eating so bad, you're unhealthy, you don't move around on a regular basis, you know, not gym life, none of that, but just like functioning, then, I mean, you just have to know that in the long run, it's going to catch up to you. Yeah. So it's like, why not start with some kind of regimen now, 
even if it's just like like my dad man dude was super athletic just crazy growing up mm-hmm. and he's still in a great shape he rides bikes and mm-hmm. then he goes for a walk every day that's, that's like awesome. how he unwinds at night gets off work goes for a walk and he'll walk like two three blocks and it's yep. like not crazy you know he was like a very competitive wrestler growing up and back in the day but obviously he's not training he's not you know doing any crazy workouts it's literally like biking cycling you know and then a walk every day yeah and then that keeps you off of you know blood pressure medication heart medication because you're just helping your body by staying active so it's like stuff like that man where i try to paint that picture to people that's like the worst case scenario is like you don't want to be you know, 70, 80, and you got like a whole table counter of medication because if you were like back in your twenties and thirties, just moving around, exercising, you could have avoided all of that. You know what I mean? For the most part. So it's like, there's a lot of things that you personally can control when it comes to just like longevity Mm -hmm. that is overlooked because, you know, unfortunately our society, man, we're just go, 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 go. Right. You know, I, I definitely have a bad habit of not sleeping the most. <laughs> <laughs> All my friends are like, how do you function? But it's just like, I have a different kind of mindset to, to yeah. tell my body like, Hey, this is the times I have to do things. I got to get it done regardless. Yeah. But over the long yeah. run, I know that I got to definitely, you know, work on my sleep habits. So that's yeah. something I can myself, you know, goal to work on. Yeah. But it's just like, whether it's from like sleep, you know, just uh, eating a little bit healthier, you know, it doesn't have to be anything drastically different, but just small changes like that, man, you'll, you'll be amazed with how well that your body will respond and, you know, just keeps you active, hopefully for a long period of time. Yeah. And I like what you said a while ago, you you mentioned like just making small changes. And one of the things you said, if you're drinking multiple pops a day, maybe go down to one a day or maybe one a week or something like that. I can remember I was drinking too much pop, uh, early thirties, late twenties, maybe. Um, and when, when I stopped, I bar- I barely noticed. Um, I had like cravings maybe for like two months, like to have a Mountain Dew crack one open. Now, if I drink a pop, I feel pretty, pretty gross. Oh yeah. Pretty gross. And I remember going and traveling in Europe for a month when I was in college and like, I was I, I wasn't eating fast food obviously because there wasn't that many there wasn't like really that option so I was just like eating like these little restaurants or just getting food out of a of a store or whatever eating in the park and I, I can remember coming back here and like I want I want to go get a junior bacon cheeseburger for <laughs> so I went and I got one and I my stomach oh, did man. not like it. <laughs> It's game Did over. Not like it. <laughs> it, it wasn't used to that kind of that kind of food. Said, so said, what are you doing to me, man? I, what I, is this? I feel like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like making that point because I think that I just think that there's there's a level of hope. So if you make like I go back to the pop thing, I craved Mountain Dew because that that was the pop. I, I didn't really drink other pop. I, I really loved Mountain Dew, so I would have like one a day in the afternoon. That would be like my fun afternoon while I was working at a cubicle. I would look forward to, oh, I get my pop break here in an hour. So I would go get my mountain. My wife's shaking her head at me. She hates, she hates pop. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I would, go get, I would go get my Mountain Dew. And when I stopped, I don't think I had like a decision like, oh, I'm going to stop drinking pop. I just, well, one, Kim didn't get it from the grocery store. So I didn't like have an option here. Um, 
but I, I stopped and there was that initial like heavy craving because my, my body and my psyche was used at this point in the day, I'm getting a Mountain Dew, but it stopped. That craving stopped over time. Can you talk a little bit about what's going on there where you are making these subtle changes? Do you, you should probably expect to crave it, but that it doesn't last. Can you talk a little bit about that? Oh, that yeah. Is? And that's actually, uh, that's great you brought that up, man, because I wanted to hint on that too, is that it's just crazy. I was uh, having this discussion uh, a few days ago, actually, um, with uh, one of my friends, and it's just crazy how much your brain and body work together, mm. and sometimes it's not always in your favor. Yeah. And for an example, like you're saying, the pop situation, but another one I like to bring up is like, okay, for instance, like you and your girls have a wine night and you watch The Bachelor, right? Mm-hmm. So now at night, your body is signaling that it needs the wine at you know, eight or nine mm-hmm. PM anytime you sit on the couch or, you know, think wow. about movies. Like why yeah. do we always want popcorn with movies or candy with movies? Yeah. It's because like every time you're watching a movie, usually you're like eating something, wow. popcorn or candy, you yeah. know? So it's just like how crazy that it correlates to, um, just habit things, you know, just habitually your brain is like, Hey, it's this time of the day. Usually when that means that, you need to go to the fridge and grab, you know, this type of food. Or if you're sitting down watching TV, you need this with it kind of thing. So it's just yeah. crazy to think that, like, that became a, like, commonality with society just mm-hmm. because your brain is just telling you that you need this. So when you cut it off, yeah, initially, it's your body's like, what the heck? Like, <laughs> you're used to chugging down, you know, four or five pops a day and you get one. It's like, whoa, hold on. All of this, you know, normal ingredients and, uh, yeah. you know, the sugar and the bad syrups and all that. We yeah. need it, man. Like, yeah. we need it to function. Yeah. And then over time, you realize, well, hey, let me just throw some water in there. Like, um, there's a lot of hacks that I use, man, like flavored water or like the sparkling water if you need yep. that fizz. And over time, it's like, I don't crave anything. Yeah. And you're just like, wow, like, well, like, was it more or less my body that really wanted that? Or was it like my mind telling me I needed that? Right. When I don't really. Right. So as I'm really glad that you brought up the bubbly water thing, because as we were talking, I think my mind did remember we started drinking more bubbly water type things, LaCroix specifically. Yep. So like a good lime LaCroix that's chilled, that, that eked out any kind yep. of pop craving. That little carbonation in there yeah. kind of does the same Citrusy trick flavor. as like the, the pop and you don't have all that sugar yeah. process, you know, gunk in there. So I think like, especially, you know, for like this that we're doing, man, this discussion is, uh, it's good that people just understand that. I mean, this is real high level, like just quick changes you can make. Obviously you can get in the weeds. It could get real technical counting food macros, right. like, you know, ingredient base, like what you can have because of your body types or if you have any conditions, obviously there's foods to stay away from. I mean, it can get really, really difficult, really confusing. But if you just look at it from a simple, like, what can I do today that's different from yesterday that I know I should be doing as far as like, I don't need McDonald's. Like you don't need that. Yeah. Um, then cool. But it's like I'm not one to have people completely eliminate 
we like to call them fun foods. Mm-hmm. So people that look at my Instagram, man, I'm posting when I'm what I'm eating. I'll, I'll eat sushi like the other night. Oh yeah, I'll oh, eat like post. cheesecake, man. I like that <laughs> stuff. But it's like I'm just highlighting uh, almost a reward, if you will, that yeah. I earned for the week. But I'm yeah. not starving myself. Like I fit it into my lifestyle. Yeah. Um, by removing other things I don't need. Yeah. So I think that's really something too, just to keep in mind. Like don't beat yourself up so much. If you're not like, quote unquote, eating healthy, eating good, you yeah. know, whatever that is, it's just like, you know, you probably should have some fruits, veggies, some water, you know, a couple of glasses of water a day, at least at bare yeah. minimum. It's like, are you doing that? And if you aren't, then it's like, OK, well, what vegetables sound good to me or I know I like? Yeah. Just bring those into the equation. You know, it's not something that you have to make this complete like life altering change. It's just like. Small victories, man, win the yep. battle. Yep, yep, keep it small. That's a there the way that you just described that is really, really, really good. There's a there's another Navy SEAL that I found on Joe Rogan. I listen to a lot of Joe Rogan. I bring up his podcast yeah, he's literally good, every man. every time. Oh yeah. So he had um one of the Navy one of the retired Navy SEALs he had on Andy Stumpf was once talking about making it through buds. And I think it was on one of the Rogan podcasts. So I've seen him on a few podcasts. But he basically talks about how to get through buds, which is basic underwater diving school. I think okay. it's just the hardcore thing that that seals have to go through. I think it's one of the first revolutions of their training. And it's just, I mean, he's describing what they have to do, and it's just absolutely insane. And so the way that he described getting through it is this type of a thing. He's basically like, they got to feed us three times a day. So I'm just going to make it to the next meal. I'm just going to keep going until the next meal or, okay, I just, I just have to, I just have to do this exercise until they tell me that I can stop. I can, I can do this one. I can do this one exercise. So not thinking about, I got eight weeks left in this school. I got seven more weeks of this. Instead, it's like just those little micro type thoughts, which is just Kind of exactly what yep. I think you're saying. One, one, like one uh, you know, battle at a time. Man. One battle at a time. So I'm only drinking one glass of water a day. Well, you know what? I'm going to keep the water with me, and I'm going to have it in this container, and I'm going to fill it up when it gets empty, and I'm not going to have to drink it all at once. I'm just going to drink it throughout the day. Yep. My body like kind of craves water now because I'm used to just having water nearby and then sipping on it when I feel like it. Sometimes it just becomes completely, I'm not even really aware that I'm doing it. It's just happening. But if I don't have water, I yep. kind of start to notice it. <laughs> like, man, I'm parched. Yeah, I'm parched. I need something. So, yeah, I just really appreciated what you said there about um, just those little small victories. I think that is the best way to really kind of keep on track and stay motivated. Not beat yourself up if you even miss something. I remember I'd get so upset if I missed a workout day. And I'd, I would feel like, oh, man, I'm not going to be able to lift as much next week because I didn't get my lift in. That's negative thinking. Yep. Talk maybe that maybe that's a good thing for you to kind of hit on positive thinking. Oh yeah, I mean for all my clients out there listening, they can definitely uh, you know back me up on this one. Um, as far as like my approach, man, it's a little different than you know probably a lot of other coaches out there. It's just that we all know that we're busy. We have lifestyles. We got you know things going on. Parents, school, you know, work stuff. I mean, there, there's a ton of stuff going on that just makes it a little bit more challenging to, to fit in time for ourselves. Right. So yeah, you can miss a workout and in the grand scheme of things, it might affect the, you know, you a little bit mm-hmm. just depending on what the reason was. Like if you were out partying, mm-hmm. then you try to work out the next day, obviously 
that that might have some you know ramifications. <laughs> but if it's just like, dude, yeah. I got caught up at work, or I just needed to go home and just unwind, get some rest, then your body's gonna thank you, and you'll be surprised at how it responds. But to beat yourself up over that, you're just gonna take two, three steps backwards. Like yeah. I've had clients that are like, man, I uh, totally missed out on my meals, or hey. I like, no, I should have been, ate this, but I decided to eat this large pizza instead. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, what can we do? Like, what caused you to eat that pizza? Yeah. Like, let's think about it from like a different perspective. Like, why are you kind of going off the game plan? Like, what's the reasoning? And I think that when you just kind of use like positive reformation, as opposed to saying like, I messed up, I screwed up. Well, it's like, how about tomorrow's a new day yeah let's try not to do what we did yesterday yeah and just keep it moving man yeah it's a long journey it's not you know over day overnight thing so i feel like people just kind of forget that because they see especially on social media nowadays they're just like these crazy transformations Mm -hmm. and just people they're like what are they doing like they did this type of exercise or they ate this type of way and two weeks later you know they're like swimsuit model or something mm-hmm. it's like nah doesn't work that way that's not how it works <laughs> yeah 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 that you can get into unhealthy things too right like if you follow some of these some of these well like you said there's just so much saturation out there with all this kind of information you can actually end up on a really bad bad regimen oh yeah absolutely and then, and then what happens after that Man, that's where you need to seek help immediately. Like whether it's a coach that knows how to help you out in that situation. I mean, like a lot of people develop, you know, eating disorders off of, you know, trying to lose weight is like the main reason. Um, So they're following these crazy diets or like, you know, liquid diet or Mm -hmm. um, cleanses. Mm -hmm. Like I'm just drinking lime juice all day Mm -hmm. or like. How about I don't have any carbs all day, like for months Yeah, to drop weight? Dangerous. And yeah, you'll, your scale number is going to change, but you also are probably going to feel terrible and, yeah. you know, potentially could go down a bad health route, you know, yeah. where it's like, I have to go to the doctor and actually get like a surgery or medication or something like that. Yeah. Um, I think that that is like the worst case scenario. You don't want to go down that road. And then that just changes your whole perspective on you know, having fun working out or nutrition or goals. You're like, I'm cool, man. I'm not doing any of that ever again. Yeah. That's, that's really good. I also like what you just said a a while ago about, um, how you, how you, how you approach your clients. So they come up to you and you're like, they're like, Darren, I I had a whole pizza yesterday. So their tendency is to beat themselves up, but you're like, well, let's figure out why. I think that's a really unique, approach and that makes you a really good coach because you're going to to the why because the whole the whole thing is they're like training i feel like you're training somebody like really be able to think and and have judgment and so the next time when it's like oh i want to eat a pizza oh no i shouldn't do that but it's like they can they'll then be able to think through what you asked them and then be able to make potentially a better decision yeah i appreciate that man because you know for the most part um, if you're just one of the, you know, just a regular person, general pop is like kind of what, um, in the trainer world you're called, you're just like focusing like, Hey, I want to gain a little bit of muscle or, Hey, I want to lose a little bit of body fat. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of it. You don't really have any real reason. You just want to look better, feel better. Yeah. But you know, obviously if you're in high performance athletics or, you know, if you're a pro athlete, it's a whole different ball game. Yep. My approach to someone like that 
you know, one of those types of clients, it's going to be completely different. Like, hey, man, like, you know, you're in the league, you're an elite athlete, you can't function like that. You got to get your stuff together. Yeah. As opposed to like, hey, we all have a bad day. It happens. Let's figure out the reason why. Yeah. And let's train yourself to not go down that road, you yeah. know, make more conscious decisions. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. That the the whole nutrition aspect is such a key percentage of everything. Um, I did have a question that came in. Do you want to actually ask it? I, I totally forgot to even mention this at the beginning of the episode. This is literally the first time that we have uh, three mics. So my wife, Kim, who's the social media director and the website builder and designer, she's actually mic'd right now. Do you want to say hi? What's up? Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> it's very exciting. I totally meant to bring that up at the beginning of the show uh, so that we kind of celebrate the fact that as Darren comes on, or we have officially updated the round upgraded. table is getting rounder, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the round table is getting rounder, even though we're sitting at an actual square table or rectangle table. Plot it's twist. okay. There's some. I think there's somebody out there who's going to enjoy this, and they're going to be like a really good uh, woodworker, and they're going to build me a round table. Yeah, I think That's you right. need like a crest in the middle. Yeah, do it all the whole nine. Yeah, get somebody to design a whole Lancelot's round table crest. Man, that'd be. What That'd that might sick. look like. Yeah, that's good. Um, but anyway, yeah, this this is a good question. This is a little bit different than what, what I've been asking you. Have you ever experienced conflict or challenges in your business? Oh, yeah. Like from a business perspective or just like a personality perspective? Yeah, like if you've ever had a client that you've like had to figure out, oh, yeah. you know, different personalities. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not naming any names. No, of course not. And I, I think that that is uh, something that is, that is just a blessing because I now feel like I can handle like just the discussionary pieces with all types of different personalities. Like, yeah. obviously, people come to you in different um you know, they're at different points of the journey that they're trying to go yeah. on. So some people, they're like, hey, man, I just needed, uh, you know, some type of guidance on my nutrition. What tweaks can I do to get this result? Or they're like, hey, I already have that locked in. I just need to follow a better program for, like, workouts. Like, what will get me stronger or what, you know, if I have a specific goal, I want to get faster. How can I do that? So those people kind of come to you in that world. Mm -hmm. Then there's some people that they're just like lost. So they're just got so much different information coming from so many sources that when I'm trying to like break it down to them, you know, as simple as possible, they are just getting frustrated. So when you're frustrated on this type of, you know, business, it's just all oh, hell breaks loose, man. Yeah. And they're just like, <laughs> you know, they don't want to work out. They're like, got to complain, like that kind of stuff because yeah. it's not fun. And they're like, I know I need to get here, but I'm not, I can't, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Like my body is just not listening. I'm not really at a point where I'm bought into the process yet. Yeah. And I think that that's where the clash comes. Yeah. Yeah. That makes complete sense because Initially, I, f I feel like it's easy. Obviously, it's easy to start anything. But when it comes to fitness, if, you, if you're not currently doing fitness and exercising, getting started and then sticking with it oh, is really monster. hard. Yeah, That's a really hard mountain to overcome, especially if, not if, when it's not going the way that it was going to go in your head. Man, I can only put two 10-pound weights on either side of this thing. Like, I look like a... I look like a 
like a weakling in here. Look at, I'm doing this next to this other dude over here who's got two 45 plates on either side. So talk us through a little bit about how maybe tips that you have on getting over that mountain of I'm doing, I'm, I'm trying to get into this and I'm just, I feel like I'm just hitting every mental obstacle on the way. How do I get, how do I get through those? Oh yeah. And I think that, um, just to kind of shed a little bit more light into that. I mean, yeah, from a ego standpoint, it's going to be hard, you know, because yeah, I'll go into the gym, you know, I'm not a big dude at all. Like I just weighed myself. I'm like 170, but as far as like strength, you know, I'm definitely feel like I can go toe to toe with a lot of just like overall people that train just like matching weights. If, you know, I want to put my ego into it. Yeah. But it's like, for someone else, they're like, man, I'm way bigger than this guy. Why in the world is he able to do three times the amount of weight as me? Yeah. And then they fail to realize, like, well, maybe that guy's been doing this for, like, 10 years. Yeah. And he's actually following a game plan, and he's sticking to it. Yeah. So, like, that's a, that's one of the things that can be, you know, something that you have to just think about, like, okay, I'm hitting these roadblocks, but why am I hitting these roadblocks? Am I doing everything that I need to be doing? Like, am I dedicating myself, you know, 95%-ish to the goal and the task at hand? That's Mm -hmm. another issue. But, I mean, people forget that, especially if you go to the gym regularly, you probably have no anxiety. You'll go to the gym, you love it. But there's people, man, they'll get to the parking lot and that's huge just for them to drive to the gym yeah. or the facility yeah. and, like, park their car. Yeah. Now, getting out the car and actually going in the front door, especially if it's, like, a commercial gym yeah. and scanning your membership or setting up a membership, yeah. like, that's a whole nother beast. Yeah. And I definitely can, you know, can understand that anxiety, that frustration, because it's huge. You're, like, going in there, now you're thinking, like, everyone's just looking at me. Yeah, You're judging me because I'm not as fit. I yeah. look as good as someone else. Yeah, and I think that that's where you have to kind of centralize your thoughts of like, I'm doing this for me, not anyone else. Yep. And then how? Like, what do I need? Do I need like hype up music? Do I need someone to be like, hey, I'll meet you at the gym in the front and walk you to the locker room, or yeah. want to work out with us, or you know, anything that kind of helps to alleviate some of that tension, yeah. just to get you to go. Because pretty much, man, once you get a month under your belt, yeah, it becomes a routine. You actually will start enjoying it. Yeah. You know, obviously your progress, that's a whole different beast of, yeah. you know, hitting walls there. But just getting something foundationally set yeah, after a month and making it fun and enjoyable, that's where you have to kind of trick your mindset a little bit and not make it so much of a drag or like you know, try to fight your anxiety. Yeah. So, yeah, there, I think there's two really good things that you just brought up there. The, the one starting off with a friend that was huge for me, having a friend that I was going regularly with. And I was actually able to find somebody that same height, same bodybuilding, everything. So we were doing pretty much everything like it hand in hand. We weren't have to swap out a bunch of weight because we were basically at the exact same spot and we would motivate each other. So like, you know, it's, it's time to go work out. We, I don't think I had a cell phone yet, so it wasn't texting, but it was just like, call, call them up and be like, I'm ready to go. Oh yeah. All right, let's go. I'm coming to get you, yep. pick them up at the apartment and then, and then go. I mean, that's how I started, dude. Like literally, cause like I said, we would come back home from college and we're like, got the summer membership. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I'm like, dude, all right, some days he would drive, some days I would drive. And it's like, I'm on the way. 
And you better be it ready. Just, yeah, it's like, hey, man, there's no excuses. Like, <laughs> I better see your ass ready to go with your gear out front so I can pick you up. Because, oh, these, you know, as we call them, these gains, they ain't going to make themselves. So you got to be ready to go. <laughs> That's and, games with a Z. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just crazy, man, that I actually think about that now and just laugh because, like, for the most part, I do the same. Like, I train a few days a week by myself, just hit me in headphones. But then other days I have my gym buddies. Mm-hmm. And we do the same exact thing like we did, you know, when we were uh, teenagers or, you know, early in college. Yeah. But it's just like an elevated state because we've made progress from that point. So now it's like we're really hitting the weights heavy. Yeah. Like my buddy uh, Kev, man, we uh, every Wednesday and Thursday, we're in there killing ourselves <laughs> at, at 536 in the morning. <laughs> you know, so it's just like and it makes it fun because I'm like, all right, I'm not necessarily doing this by myself like i have someone support that i know that yeah he's not necessarily counting on me because we're going to go regardless whether one yeah. of us show up yeah. but it's just like hey i know that if it gets too crazy i have someone in there that's going to be that extra you know drive for me like right. he's like watching making sure everything's going good or like hey you just need a little extra spot yeah i got you man let's keep pushing yep so yeah that's definitely a, a, yep. a thing that if you can't do it by yourself if you feel like you're having a lot of anxiety like I'm sure one of your friends or someone on you know on social media that lives in the area that you could definitely you know have an accountability partner, and then some of the things that we like to do with some of our friends is they'll just go to the gym and they'll take a selfie mm-hmm. or a boomerang and they'll do that and they'll tag other people. I've seen that on your yeah, story. I, you yeah. know, half of my stories are like that just because they're like, all right, I know Friday, everybody's going to be at the gym. Yeah. So I better get in there and do, you know, so showcase that I actually went, yeah. whether I worked out or not, you know, that's to be determined, <laughs> but Hey, at least see me in my gym yeah. apparel and I'm in the mirror <laughs> and I made it there. So I just went to the bathroom, took it, not left. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, they don't know. People might look at that crazy, but it's like, Every Friday, those same people are showing up. So why yeah. not hop on the train? You know, feel free. Tag me in that. I'll, I'll give you a lot of support and help you out. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Um, we're, we're like kind of over time, so I'm trying to figure out a good way to wrap this up. I want you to start thinking about just maybe a final, a final thing that you want to say to anybody who's listening, uh, uh, words of encouragement and getting into fitness. So be thinking about that. I think in my mind, I'm just, I'm picturing people listening to this on iTunes, maybe while they're working or whatever on Spotify, while they're, while they're working. I just really appreciate just the stuff that Darren had said about making small changes and that it's doable. I really love what he said about just, just make a month commitment in your mind. Just go do stuff in the gym for a month. Go with a friend if you can. If, if, you, if you can't, don't worry about it. If you have a friend that's kind of in a similar circumstance, like so if you and, your, and one of your buddies in town, you play video games four or five times a week, you can switch your video game time with exercise time. Go to the gym instead. There you go. Just make that small kind of a change. Yep. That's, what, that's a challenge I'm putting out there. Um, and then for people in my life stage, uh, I have three, three young kids um, not as, not like infant stage. We're out of that. So I'm sleeping regularly, but if you have three kids, I'm working from home. Um, what I've been doing recently is just in the middle of a, in the middle of my work time, I'll stop and I'll do like, I'll just knock out a couple pushups and I'll go back to work and I'll do that. And then I'll stop and I'll knock out a couple more pushups. Can't do that in the office. 
I mean, you could. Yeah. My there was, there was somebody crazy. that I saw that was doing that at <laughs> 5 o'clock every night. She would knock out 20 push-ups. Yep. And uh, I was like, I don't know if I want to be doing push-ups where these people are walking. Office challenge. Yeah, office <laughs> challenge. But, like, if, if you're working from home, just stop in the middle of your workday and do some squat squat thrusts or just something to get yourself moving, um, I think is so key. Make, make a small change. Install a pull-up bar and struggle out one pull-up. And then before you know it, you'll be doing two. And then before I know it, hopefully I'll be able to do 10 full-on unassisted pull-ups within a few weeks. And then the goal after that for me is to 50. get a weighted vest. Yeah. 50. 50 in the vest. 50 on the vest. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. The other fun thing that, I, that I've been able to do with the push-up game as well is I will do push-ups. I'll usually try to do about three different sets. I have three kids. So I'll have the smallest one climb on my back. I'll knock out 10 push-ups. Then I'll wait a minute, and then I'll get the next biggest one. Hey, hop on my back. And they like it. Oh, yeah. Because they're like, oh, Dad, Dad, I want want my turn. I want my turn. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So by the time I get to the third, that's that's a good workout. So so I don't have a weighted vest, but I can have a kid climb on my back. There's just like other little things like that. And there's a million different like YouTube channels. David Goggins, like I love watching just anything with him, listening to his story. Jocko Willink is huge for me, too. But just make, make just these slight little changes, I think. And like it's very easy to get motivated. So I'm going to turn it over to you. What do you want to? Oh, Final yeah. words from Darren Boykin. Man, so um, just as far as on the overall, you know, shape of the the fitness landscape and, and mindset that just maybe like two or three key points. A, just keep it simple. Like whatever equipment you have, perfect. Don't worry about, you know, getting a whole home gym or whatever, you know, going to you need 10 gym memberships or something like that. If it's Planet Fitness, $10, perfect. If you know that you can commit it to yourself to go there a couple times a week, you're golden. So that's the main objective is just making it as simple as possible. You know, don't overcomplicate things. B was like, would be definitely want to make sure you are having fun. I mean, come on now. We're not going to be mm-hmm. killing ourselves every day, you know, for <laughs> these like mere gains and, you know, stuff that isn't really, doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. Like if it's not enjoyable, you're going to quit after a few days. So definitely keep it fun. And then three, if you're really trying to, to make, you know, changes and update your progress, definitely just jot things down. Maybe you keep a food log of like, Hey, today I ate this food you know, I do that for a week, just log everything I've eaten. And then that way you have a better idea of where you're starting at. Mm. And you can kind of game plan it like, okay, well, maybe I'm eating way too much processed food or way I'm eating out way too much. Maybe yeah. I can find some cool new, um, you know, uh, different type of, uh, you know, substitutes or recipes or something like that where I can just maybe me and the kids or me and your girl or whatever can like cook at home or yeah. try to, yeah. you know, <laughs> see who doesn't burn the house down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just stuff like that where it's like, okay, um, you know, I took the, that cooking aspect into my own hands, made it yeah. fun. And now I have a couple of new recipes that I know that I enjoy that I can make each week. And that'll keep me away from going out to, you know, any of your, local food chains that you go to probably way too often Mm. um that helps too so it's just like you don't have to do any of this like monumental rewrite the book like it's really simple and then just an asterisk is like if you really want to keep going then there's so many resources out there there's a lot of like super smart 
um, you know, different type of coaches out there that put out tons of material. I like to put out a lot of material too, to help people like grocery shopping, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, there's tons of tips out there. Kind of stay away from, you know, all these like influencers selling products and things like that that don't work, but just look at, you know, good tips of things that you're having trouble with. And I mean, there's a a monumental, you know, Google, YouTube, like there's tons of resources out there. And then if you really need an extra push, there's a lot of good coaches out there that the main thing they're going to help you do is just get a structure. And once you have like your nutrition structure and a training program, I mean, you'll be amazed at what kind of progress you can make. So it's just kind of, you know, encompass all of those things and then. I think that you will have a different, you know, approach to your fitness game and then also kind of just a maybe a mindset shift as well. Yeah. So that'll be good. Maybe get more into positive, uplifting thoughts of like, okay, I can commit, I can do this. And once I, you know, do this in the gym, this is going to help my career out. I'm going to be yeah. more focused. Yeah. I'm going to be able to commit to a task. I'm going to be able to get things done. And they're going to be like, hey, I can count on that person. Yeah. And you'll be amazed at how that, you know, transforms your life for sure. Yeah, that's so good. Darren, that's so good. Okay, so folks out there, calls to action. Make sure you go find Darren on Instagram at flex, F-L-E-X underscore Luger, L-U-G-E-R. And find him, uh, Darren Boykin, on Facebook. Get in contact yes, with him. Sir, hit Ask me him up, for man. some help. Come on. And, uh, I know you're I'm ready thinking, to go. I'm I thinking know you're about, ready. Like, our, first, our first podcast was about hunting, right? And one thing that's really important about hunting is being fit. Yes, you sir. You don't want to be out in the wild and not be fit. And running from bears or something. That's dangerous. <laughs> got to have your cardio and your lifting skills in. So hunters out there, why don't you contact Darren about just getting ready for hunting season? Uh, People that are ready to go on a hiking trip, maybe you're going to go do some backpacking. Go figure out what you need to strengthen in order to be ready for that backpacking trip or that hiking trip you got coming up or that vacation. You're getting ready to go on that vacation. You need some pointers to get ready for being on that beach. Yeah, the abs. Shoulders, biceps, you know, (laughs) come on, the glutes, ladies, let's go. (laughs) Yes. So, yeah, I mean, this was, this was really fun. I really appreciate it. And I had a good time, dude. I really appreciate you reaching out to me and getting me on here, man. I like what you're doing. Um, You know, your topics are awesome. You, I was like, bro, you got to get into this. This is made for you, man. (laughs) That's great. I really appreciate that feedback. And I do want to have you back on again. Oh, yeah. There's so many things more that I can talk. We can talk fitness all day. All day. Yeah, this was fun, man. Yep. We'll be doing it again. So thanks, everybody, for listening.